0: Hi, uh, I'm Christina Rodenbeck and I'm here in beautiful Regents Park, London with my friend and colleague, Sally Kirkman and we are going to talk to you uh, talk you through the astrology of the month ahead the Libra month ahead which runs from September 23rd to October 23rd It does and, uh, you know, let's talk about First of all, it's the equinox. It's it opens with the equinox. Yes, it does. Um, So, and uh, it's Libra. Yes, the month of love. Yes. So, shall we discuss Librans first? Librans I have known, or do you want to do Retrodiction first? I like
1: to do Retrodiction. Okay, you
0: go Retrodict then. Actually, because I
1: think it's good to get that month done, get it over with. Okay, and then we can go into lovely Libra month because I think this last month was a humdinger. Oh, my Lord. I don't think we expected it to be quite so overwhelming, challenging. I think those two weeks leading up to the full moon on the 14th were just quite emotional, quite full on. I had all sorts going on with me. I really wasn't very, I didn't feel very well. I couldn't concentrate. I was getting overwhelmed. My emotions were out of control. And I just kept, all I kept thinking was, this will be released on the full moon. I'll start to feel like a normal human being again. And you have. And I, yes, and I'm now much more
0: myself. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking to a normal human being again. Thank God I didn't speak to you um, before then.
1: So it was tricky. I, I think it was quite tricky that the overwhelm of Virgo planets inflated, exaggerated, overwhelmed by that Jupiter-Neptune square.
0: Yeah. That was my
1: impression. I
0: thought that it... I knew it was going to be fast, one thing after another. Boom, 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 boom. Because all those planets were going through Virgo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mars was, and still is in Virgo, actually, for some of this month. Which is, you know, uh, details being thrown at you, information being thrown at you. Uh, One thing that I noticed was that I had a lot of people... Talking about having a diagnosis mm. during this period, yeah. quite a few people having the real correct diagnosis, the correct information was suddenly coming up, or correct analysis. Yeah, very of Virgo. The situation. Very was Virgo coming that. up for people finally and at last. And this is stuff that had been bothering people for years. Mm. And I think that was that combination of Mars and Mercury and Virgo it was very sort of diagnostic. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I talked to a lot of people for whom it was a very and. Uh, overwhelming month, and that was to do with this uh, the square between Jupiter and Neptune. Clearly, I mean, that mm. was a, that's a huge like a dam bursting. Mm. Um, the other thing I found I did that uh, wedding on the full moon, mm, yeah, which was fantastic and really beautiful. I was just extravagantly beautiful, and uh, it went very well. I did notice that people drank a lot. Right. So that was very full, Pisces full moon. Full moon in Pisces. And then and I was talking to someone else who went to a wedding that had gone on for four days of everybody. It was just a sort of drunken extravaganza. So I think there was a, just a complete uh, letting go yeah. by some parties, yeah. particularly perhaps the Sagittarians and Pisces among
1: us. Well, maybe, maybe. But I do think that full moon was a huge release. Absolutely. Huge release. And I think we're entering very different territory now. Um, you know, there's Mercury communication and Venus, mm. love and relating, are already in Libra. They moved into Libra mm. on the day of the full moon on the 14th. So they're kind of paving the way into Libra territory, which, you know, it is the sign of balance. Yeah, It's the halfway point mm. through the year. The equinox is a time of equal day, equal night. So there's this real sense, again, of kind of restoring balance or harmony. Mm. Um, with the equinox and and for me I always like this equinox because it's a reminder that we're mm-hmm. like halfway through the astrological year yeah you know what started the intentions that got put in place back on the equinox when the sun moved into Aries we're now six months later so it's almost a time to take stock you know have a equinoxes little equinoxes are really important in astrology thing. aren't they mm.
0: you know I mean the equinox and the solstice are solstices are what Western astrology hangs on. Yep. This is where we start the count. The count starts with the Aries equinox, and that's why this is such an important one. This is a halfway one. And actually, you know, in ancient times, this is the time of the weighing up of the corn. You know, it's the weighing... That's why it's the balances. Mm. The weighing of the corn and getting paid for it. You know, those... Balances are the are the uh, balance that you would find people weighing stuff in the temple. You know, when mm. when Jesus goes into the temple and he throws out all the money changers and stuff, they probably mm. were using scales just like those Libra ones. Yeah, yeah. So it's also about find, figuring out how much things are worth. Yeah, how much is it worth? Value, value, and the which which comes back to or begin. It's important to note that Libra is ruled by Venus. Yes, who is the you know she is the planet of love but she's the planet of value as well yeah. how much is it worth how much is this worth to you and this is worth thinking about in all kinds of situations mm. you know for your for your life um, so Librans, you know for Libra's is obviously how much am I worth yeah um, for Aries it's how, it's how much is that person over there worth yeah. to me Relationships. But how much is that relationship worth How much is my job worth? Mm. Um, You know, how much is my time worth? Mm. All of those things are worth weighing up, and so it's a time of weighing up, Mm. Um, and deciding therefore what stays and what goes as well. Absolutely. I mean, for some religions, for for, it's the Jewish New Year coming up, uh, or is it now? But you know, that's a time of weighing up,
1: Mm. Mm. Um,
0: and I don't think they're the only ones who have a New Year around now. which makes sense, you know, because mm. we've had the harvest, mm. now we're weighing things up, and we're, uh, you know, in the Jewish New Year, you're weighing up your sort of sins of the past mm. year, what mm. mistakes you've made, and you're begging p- forgiveness for them.
1: Yeah. And also, that kind of fits with the theme of, um, you know, these, these solstices and equinoxes, they all are about the cardinal signs, aren't they? Yeah. It's all when the sun moves into the four cardinal signs Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. And cardinal signs are about initiating things. Yep. They're about starting things. They're, you know, setting off on a new path in a way. So it fits the theme.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so they start a season. You know, this yeah. is the start. This is the start of autumn.
1: In the yeah. northern hemisphere. In the north. And spring, spring in the south. In the south.
0: But it's the start now. Yeah. So all this stuff about autumn being nearly here. No, it's only here on the 23rd. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, what do we think about lovely Libra? Well, one of my favorite signs.
0: Yes, well, my mother was a Libra, so obviously it's one of my favorite signs, too. Actually, my father was a Libra
1: as well, so there we go. Very good people.
0: Well, Mm. good, not so much my mother. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Very intelligent
1: person. Mm. One Um, of the air signs, so intelligence, clever
0: uh very, but it's the most. It's a, you know, oh, all yeah, the air signs are all creative, but it's a very creative sign. Yeah,
1: thanks to Venus, isn't it? Yeah, really?
0: yeah. I always think of it as a very political sign as well, especially in this country.
1: Yes, I yes, it is, and it's strategy. I mean, we have a lot of Libra politicians, so I don't think yeah. we'll bother mentioning. But there's a lot of them, <laughs> <and there>? <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, in this country and in other countries as well. I can think of a few.
0: Yeah, the reason there's so many. Here is because of the adversarial system, which it kind of suits a Libra. Mm-hmm. This you're on my side. You're in or you're out. Yeah. You're on my team or you're on you're the enemy. Yeah, which is quite a Libran attitude. You know? Yeah, it is. Um, and also, my mother had did a very a thing that I always thought was rather Libra. She had Libra Sun in with Mars and Lilith Kazemi. That's why yeah. I say she wasn't always the nice, nice. She liked to. Put, put, play nice, but actually she had a
1: you know Steely That's steely. A steely combination. She was
0: steely, but what she really liked to do is she would play devil's advocate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. This is in the eighth house as well, by the mm-hmm. way. She would she would choose a side just to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: And I think, but I, I see Libras doing that. I mean, maybe they've got the, the other stuff going on in their charts, but I do see that as a side of Libra playing devil's advocate. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, as well as being great mediators and negotiators and bringing people together, they mm-hmm. they do have that kind of slightly perverse nature yeah. sometimes. Oh, no, yeah. I don't see it that way. Or just kind of, you know, stoking the fires yeah. of debate and Yeah, yeah, just discussion. poking
0: people a little bit to see what will happen. Yeah. You know?
1: You yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, and we were talking about well actually on the webinar that we did about um certain signs being inclined to have at least sort of two marriages and so i find that's quite true with Libra's as well quite often
1: well i often i mean for me libra sometimes you know they're either it's all about relationships quite yes. often <laughs> they're either in love out yeah. of love looking for love <laughs> completely (laughs) disillusioned with love but it's relationships are such a key theme because they find themselves through the other so so yeah i mean them the sign that's most likely to to be coupled up
0: yeah absolutely they need i mean i think that librans and you know we were saying earlier actually that librans also do work really well together i think it's one of a few signs where almost one of the best matches is with another libra yeah you know, I mean, don't take this as thing as sign stuff. But, you know, actually, Libra, Libra is a good one.
1: Oh, and I have a friend from university who got married to a man who is not only another Libra. He has the same birthday as her, a bit like Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas, yeah. although they're 25 years apart. Not only the same birthday, uh, the date, it's the same year. Yeah. So they celebrate all their big anniversaries at the same time they're really and they're still together now as far as I know so I think yeah. it is a it can be an excellent match yeah. two Libras together they just they want to relate they yeah. want to settle they want you know peaceful connection and mm-hmm. a bit of spark as well it's very romantic
0: um are we uh Kate, um, uh, Kate Winslet she's a Libra
1: she is some, very uh, Libra actually because she's got an ascendant Libra yeah.
0: Uh, She looks very Libra, and she's a very beautiful Mm. woman, and a fantastic actress. Mm. And she has that connection
1: with Leonardo DiCaprio, doesn't she? She has the classic cosmic marriage, which... (laughs) <laughs> christina was dissing on the love astrology <laughs> webinar i quite like a cosmic marriage actually it's okay.
0: i just said it's not the be all and end all it's not the holy i just said it's not the holy
1: grail i know but leonardo is a scorpio his moon is in libra on kate's sun, libra and they were voted one of the most r- romantic couples of all time so i rest my case cosmic marriages rule <laughs> <laughs> except that it was only a pretend one well, it's a, that, I think they're really good friends as well. Are they,
0: well, they're great in Revolutionary Road. Yeah. Titanic, I can take or leave. Yeah, but yeah. Revolutionary
1: Road is a great movie.
0: Yeah. And they're both wonderful actors, and they have incredible on-screen chemistry. Yeah,
1: they do. And, I mean, this is the thing with Libra. It's not just about... I mean, obviously, you know, I think romantic relationships are a big part, Um but also they're good double acts you often get yes, with some of the classic double absolutely. acts you get libras simon and garfunkel paul mm. simon uh, anton deck dex a libran uh, french and saunders dawn french who's the other classic one torvill and dean jane torvill so these libras they they get libras, known for being in a double act in and libras can,
0: i think libras can often function better as part of a double act and that can be the thing you know plato's idea about the that you you know you're missing part of your you know you that we were all one you know that you were one soul and you're looking and you were split in half and you're looking for your other half in is this, this life is this twin flames christina it's, it's what twin flames is based on okay i, I roll my eyes like
1: you did slightly uh,
0: um it's plato okay mm-hmm. hey, give me my ancient greek guys okay <laughs> um But Librans are the people who are most like that, I I find, that they are really looking for that other half.
1: Yeah, and they see themselves, I think, through the other person. They find themselves in some Mm -hmm. way through the other there with the Libra. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, we are moving into Libra month. So for everyone, actually, this is a really good month to think about partnership, relationship, who are you teaming up with, who are your allies in a way. Mm
0: Especially with uh, Mercury and, and Venus in there as well, aren't they? Yes. Up
1: until, when do they move on? Uh, Mercury moves on on the 3rd of October and Venus on the 8th of October. Um, but Mars moves into Libra as well um, really? on the 4th of October. Yeah. So there's a real strong Libra vibe throughout the coming months. Um, Although I would say that Mars and Libra, starting from the 4th. So first
0: of all, we still, uh, for the you know from the 23rd to the 4th, we still got... Mars and Virgo so we're still having to deal with this frantic slightly frantic feeling a lot of details a lot of information coming at us and it can be quite kind of um there can be kind of I want to say microaggressions is a real Mars and in, in Libra Mars and Virgo thing and that's for this first chunk of our period and then it goes and then Margo, Mars goes into Libra which is its is it it's fall or it's yeah, detriment it's, it's detriment and that can be pretty argumentative, I would say.
1: Mm, it can be. Um, I think it works um, one of two ways. I think it can mm, be an argumentative or kind mm. of slightly passive. Ag- Mahatma Gandhi? Aggressive, actually. or Actually, just passive.
0: there are quite a lot of warriors for peace who have got this. So Mahatma mm. Gandhi, John Lennon, mm. both had Mars and Libra. So there is that side to it. But I would say in the atmosphere, you know, in the, in the world, mm. um, I... I'm quite worried about that Mars going mm-hmm. into Libra at this point, when we've mm. got stuff going on that's
1: not looking too mm. good. Mm. But let's talk about the good stuff. Okay, there's lots yes, of good stuff coming up. And can Hooray. I also say, with Mars in Virgo, I do think because there's not all the rest of this intensity going on, people can get things done. I mean, the oh, Virgos yeah. in particular, if you've got a you know a lot of writing to do, if you've got a lot of jobs to sort out, crack on now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good time to be cracking on. I've got a lot to do. I'm yeah. going Mars and yeah. Mars writing. and Virgo
0: is is great for all the detail all the paperwork. Everybody should be playing through that as quickly as possible. Yeah. Now and um and getting that information as well. Yeah. If you're doing like it's about investigation, we were talking earlier about getting the diagnosis, still time to do that. Yeah. Get those diagnoses. Absolutely. Um and Mars and Virgo, I mean we talked about this last month. It's important for Pisces because it's in your opposite sign. So you may find yourself uh, having to deal with people who are argumentative,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would say, Pisces. Yeah. Or at least to listen to people, and they might be telling you the truth in a useful way.
1: Mm. Yeah, and, and Aries is the one for me that it's about health diagnosis, because it's yeah. in the sixth house. Yeah. Um, so I think those signs in particular... And people. so
0: Mars and Virgo for Sagittarians is really important still for their career. career. It's yes. really important. And then, you know, when Mars goes into Libra, you know, um, who should be preparing for that? The, wait, Mars goes into Libra. Are we talking career? I am talking career. Capricorn. Here. Capricorn, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So Capricorns need to start thinking about what it is you want to achieve career wise in the next six weeks, starting on from October the fourth.
1: Even before yeah. Because the new moon's in Libra. Yeah. That's really? True. The new moon's in Libra on twenty eighth of September. Yeah. Um so there's a sense of forward motion during yeah. that new moon. I think it even um comes before that.
0: Yeah, so there's actually quite a long period for Capricorn career thoughts yes. now coming yeah. up. You know, yeah, yeah. so between whatever actually pretty much now really we could say when the sun goes into Libra Mm -hmm. until Mars leaves Libra, which isn't for, you know, whatever, into November. Um, Okay. So,
1: yeah, this new moon in Libra on the 28th of September, I think it's a lovely new moon, personally, um, because also on the same day, there is a Venus-Jupiter sextile. Venus rules this new moon. It's in Libra, and it sextiles Mm -hmm. Jupiter in Sagittarius. So um, there's quite a, it feels very sociable. Very social for me, particularly for, you know, for Librans, kind of new beginnings, making new friends, um, getting out there. Jupiter in Sagittarius is also about education for Libra as well. So, I mean, this could be a date when some Librans are starting a new form of education, Christina. Yes,
0: it could be. (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting a huge whiff of of wacky-backy over here. We are in Regent's Park, so... Um, that would make sense. <laughs> I just
1: got, to, got quite distracted for a in, moment. In case we go a bit cosmic on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um,
0: um, so. Well, it's blowing this direction. It's nothing to do with us, folks. Um, so, where yeah, were we?
1: I was talking about Libras and this being a good time for starting, you know, if you're starting university or a new course, the new moon is great for that. And also for Sagittarians, because the new moon's in your friendship sector a lovely time for kind of, you know, getting together with your girlfriends or joining in with a group of people, starting a new club, group society.
0: Yeah. It's a really social
1: feel to it, I think. I like it.
0: Um, yeah. And don't you think it's pretty good for Geminis as well? I mean, it looks oh, so yes. madly romantic. Or are you going to fall in love? I mean, you know, it's really, really good. Uh, the i mean for gemini's in particular in fact the more i look at it the more fantastic that new moon is yes. for your love
1: life and um, that's
0: because well it's because of the jupiter in your relationship house venus is in your house of romance yeah Boom. And, the new... and, and they're making fantastic sex to aunt. so is the new moon so you know you you should go on a date you should yeah. go out there you know you should start something fresh it looks really exciting
1: yeah and if it's not you know if it's not romance and love then creativity you know what are you going to kind of produce what are you going to create there's a really creative vibe around that for me as well it's also just about
0: fun isn't it it looks yes. fun for the like, yeah.
1: gemini's are really you know it looks it's about
0: fun and friendship too mm.
1: Mm.
0: and lovely really lovely um
1: so what else is going on
0: well, I you know that the that's an important thing that sextile between the Venus and Jupiter on the sorry to go back to that yeah no. new moon. Um, and it what it does also is um, the Jupiter is very helpful this month because it's kind of alleviating a lot of the helping to alleviate some of the problems that some of the planets have because they are squaring all that stuff in Capricorn.
1: Mm-hmm. So they square. Um, so you're talking mainly about you're talking about Saturn and Pluto here, yeah. aren't you? And the, the and the, the tough planets, the tough planets there, and the South Node, the South Node. Oh, that's the other point to mention, isn't it? Because um, on the 28th of September, that is the final connection yeah. of Saturn and the South Node. They've been pinned together since April, mm. and on that new moon, they will start to release. So it's kind of you know. I, for me, it's almost like if there's been a something you've been hanging on to, if you've resorted back to bad habits. Yeah. Um. You know, letting go of things that that haven't been doing you any favors. There's move on, rebuild, reset. It's like you something has been
0: trapped. Actually, I, that's what I think, and mm. I'm quite curious to see what happens in Parliament mm. when these two separate to mm. see if that situation unsticks somehow. Hopefully stops being so stuck, yeah um yeah it's like the saturn has been trapped with that south node and not operating as well as it should be in capricorn yeah um but once they come apart you can start that uh saturn and capricorn can start working operating well and it's it's powerful there it
1: is it's in its sign of rulership it's about you know good authority isn't it it's about good authority it's about responsibility in a way that you know taking responsibility and making things happen yeah Um, and i don't think saturn's been able to do that so well i think it's quite an interesting one for cancerians this Mm. because saturn is their partner planet um and it's in their relationship sector so it could be a kind of pivotal new moon for cancerians Mm. actually whether um you know whether a partner shows kind of um steps up in some way or whether a relationship may part where you know they may part ways, or something that's not working out can be untangled.
0: I also think it's that. about the
1: family for Cancerians.
0: This new moon.
1: Yes. Yeah, sorry,
0: we're so we're really fixated on this new moon, but don't forget that the new moon energy does carry on for the follow the two weeks that follow it.
1: Yes, and it's the really good time to be cracking on. These first two weeks is the time to kind of um, get motivated, make things happen, and we'll be telling you more about this in a minute.
0: But I just want to mention for Cancerians, there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of uh, energy you may have to focus on your family um, during this month and around that new moon, and you may actually be able to sort of unstick some situations that have been very stuck. Yeah. And so, you know... Just a scenario might be that your partner is not getting along with your parents. Mm -hmm. You know, that you may be able to find a way Mm. to uh, unglue that situation.
1: Mm. It does feel, it feels like a real release, doesn't it? A real release. But not
0: a kind of, uh, not dramatic in the way that we had with that full moon in Pisces. No. This is more of a gradual kind of,
1: you know, sort of
0: creaky stretching. It's like the Iron Man.
1: And finding solutions to problems—it's mm. kind of—it's—it's—it's it's, it's not emotional. It's, um, yeah, you know, absolutely. it's working—is reason. It's working things out. It's—it's it's working things out in your, you know, in your head really, in a way that's logical, rational, making sensible moves. The other thing about this Saturn uh,
0: situation is that Saturn's only just turned direct today, I think. The day that we're recording this, which is whatever
1: it is, hmm. a few days before the what day is it? Day does it, say? It's, is it the, it's the it's the 19th, 19th, and I think it turned direct yesterday on the 18th. Yeah. So, so it's it, a, it, you know it's slow, isn't it? It's
0: a slow so, Saturn. It's only just turning around, and this is its first, the first lunation yeah. after it Saturn turns direct. Yeah. So it begins to sort of start having momentum and start ha, ha, things start uh. to happen.
1: So there is a sense also about you know, don't feel you have to rush into things. No. Take your time. take no. your time, reason
0: things through. And I think also that you know we're coming we're building up to another mercury retrograde yawns, says everybody. We have these all the time, which is true. We do well, have Mercury three retrogrades. times a year. so we do have them all the time, and oh. we always you know we're always going into the shadow and stuff. Um, but, you know, they are useful to pay attention to because they give you opportunities to do things mm. Mm. that are retrograde So when does that retrograde? When's the shadow start? Well,
1: um, Mercury moves into Scorpio on the 3rd of October, um, Venus not far behind on the 8th, and then the shadow actually starts around the full moon, mm. uh, sort of the 12th. The full moon's on the 13th of October. I think the shadow actually starts on the 12th, and then Mercury turns retrograde in Scorpio on Halloween, oh, yes, October the thirty first. Yeah.
0: Um, the alleged, the alleged de-
1: uh, Brexit date. Of yes, course. I know. Another Mercury retrograde date. Yay! yay. Yeah. Yay! Um, so <laughs> you know this because it's the shadow phase beginning uh, middle of October around this full moon. I think it's another reason to kind of crack on with things, get things done, because I think the full moon is going to be possibly a significant turning point. Um mm. it's cutting across the Aries Libra axis and it's square to Pluto as well, this full moon. And Pluto also has um just turned direct well no it's going to turn direct on the third of October. So Pluto mm. also moving very slowly like Saturn.
0: Yeah, I mean anybody who's got anything at twenty degrees especially in cardinal signs. Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. You have got Pluto doing stuff to you. So you may be feeling this intensity. And this, I have to say that this full moon is kind of extraordinary because it's not, it's exact. You know, this is, they're all at 20 degrees, moon, sun, Pluto. And I think it's very tense, I must say. I think that's a very tense full moon. It's like anything, it's like everything being held on a, on a, I want to say a hair trigger isn't quite right, but it's like a, uh, a bow and arrow, you know, a bow that's actually stretched, very, very taut, and anything could make that let go. So I think that Cancerians in particular, you do need to uh, take care of yourself around that full moon, because I think that you're kind of, Slightly in the 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 bullseye of it, if you see what I mean. Mm. Um, but the good side of that is there could be some kind of breakthrough with your uh, in relationships. You know, something could become very obvious. Some truth
1: could become very clear. It's another potential release, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the the Jupiter is also in there because there's a Sun Jupiter sextile on the same day on the thirteenth, so Jupiter's mm. really kind of trying. I, um, working well and I suspect this is about you can't hide things either, which is so mm. Pluto it's Jupiter is actually going in there saying, okay, come on, it's time to fess up come on, it's time to admit the truth to yourself, or it's a time for this person to be honest it's, you know, we're not staying in this kind of quagmire of
0: well, and it's also Jupiter and Sagittarius right. which is about the information, information. it's about the actually tons of information and it's about the media you know mm. um, and that Jupiter, the Jupiter is also making a beautiful, it's being trined by the moon at that point so the Jupiter is triggered um, so both of these, they're actually quite um, opposing or different energies aren't they but Jupiter is in its own sign as well so it's strong this is a strong mm. Jupiter mm. Mm. and Jupiter is also about justice yeah, about um, okay which is interesting during this labor month because we're also talking about the Look balance, the scales. the scales of justice. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, if you kind of... Uh, there are some important uh, legal cases going on at the moment in this country anyway, um, and we'll, it, that will... The outcome of those will probably come before then, before the 13th of October, but the result of the outcome, if you so mean, the result of the rulings of those will start to come into effect around then. Mm. Mm. Um, It'll be interesting also here because I think Parliament has to come back to sit, uh, is it the 14th of October? Soon, anyway, around this full moon. Mm. Um,
1: Yeah. And also, I think... You know, this, this, the Jupiter is actually semi sextile, the Pluto, on the 17th of October. And on a sort of personal level, this again is about it's not l- letting the negative take hold, which Pluto can really spiral you down. And, you know, it's Scorpio's co ruler. So there can be a spiraling down and negativity. And Jupiter's the opposite. Jupiter kind of lifts you up, mm. um, it's more positive, it's more optimistic. So, I mean, for me, this Jupiter is coming in and saying, check out your attitude, check out, you know, the way you want to be. Um, And this might be actually, I think that's quite powerful um, for Scorpio. Mercury's in Scorpio from the third and then Venus from the eighth. And Pluto is Scorpio's co-ruler. So, you know, just kind of notice, notice your attitude, I think, or your philosophy or the way you look at life. Um, I wonder whether the Jupiter's about that to some extent Mm. as well. Um, The other sign to think about, actually,
0: is is Taurus, isn't it? Yes. Taurus is, you know, as soon as Venus goes into Scorpio um, and Mercury is in Scorpio, this is about, you know, your Taurians do tend to be, you know, obsessive lovers, don't they? This Mm -hmm. is about your one-to-one relationships. Um, and this full, the not, maybe not so much the full moon, but this period, you know, these weeks are very good for talking to your lover, for, um, having intimate conversations, for, um, approaching people. Mm. Um, maybe not, it doesn't always have to be about love. Mm. So it's about your one-to-one interactions, but your one-to-one interactions for Torians can be extremely pleasant, frankly, Mm. um, during most of October.
1: And I think it's a good time to bring a bit of life into them because you've mm. got the Uranus triggering as well, Uranus mm. in your sign. So, you know, ring the changes a bit. The, um, Particularly with regard to sex, I would think. The Scorpio Taurus is the axis of sex.
0: It is. So basically, go have some very <laughs> kinky sex if you're a Taurean. Um especially with the Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you notice that the... So at the full moon, the Venus is opposite Uranus, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Venus in Scorpio is opposite Uranus in Taurus, um, which is kind of exciting, sexy, and fun. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. And the other thing, the other thing that's good for Taurians, of course, is that the Saturn going direct and Pluto going direct; these are at nice angles to Taurus anyway. Yeah. You know, you're one of the signs. You know, because it's an Earth signs. These are helpful for you, and this can be about um, studies. You know, if you're studying, you may find yourself very gripped mm. by something that you're studying mm. that's going to last you a long time. It's, yeah. This is an inquiry or a, a, an investigation that you find extremely interesting.
1: It could even be a good month to sign up to a long term. Absolutely, course for... couldn't it for.
0: Or yeah for university or for you know or like i'm um, we're talking
1: uh many years you might be interested in this yeah and i also think you know the the shift into scorpio which which does come throughout october i think this is important for two other signs as well leo and aquarius
0: hmm.
1: um because they're it's like pivotal foundations in your chart i mean for aquarius once the planets start moving into scorpio this is this is the time to really be focusing on, you know, your career, your future path, what's next, putting energy into this area of your life. And again, get that moving as soon as Mercury's in there, really, 3rd of October, sending off applications or finding out more details about things, inquiring, setting up conversations, meetings, interviews, because, of course, Mercury will be turning retrograde at the end of October. Um, And for Leo, it's about your home and family. You know, whether this is kind of home renovations or digging into the past or family get togethers, again, it's a similar theme. Crack on with things, find things out while Mercury moves in, when Mercury is in Scorpio on the 3rd of October. Mm.
0: The other planet, the other object that is in Scorpio is Pallas Athena um, this month. And she'll be there for a longer, while well longer as well. But the point is that she gets triggered. By Venus and Mercury. Ooh, um, that sounds nice. It is sounds very so nice. nice. Think? I think it's great. I think it's about being smart in certain area, whatever area. So for Scorpios, it's obviously about being smart about yourself, you know. Um, and I think that for um, let's just have a look. For yeah, for so for example, for Leo, it's being smart about your home and family. Mm-hmm. You know, having a strategic plan so you may be wanting to invest some money in property for mm. instance mm. um and it it's very good for any you know pe- for making plans um i think that also interestingly i think for virgos this is especially good the when you have this com- combination of um venus mercury palace in that third house of mind mm-hmm. it's ex- ex- especially good for you know studying or so. teaching
1: yeah. Feels very clever that actually. It's a very clever combination. And insightful and yeah. Kind of grasping things on quite a deep level as well with all the school. And I would also suggest that the palace
0: shows you where you can ask for 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 help, you know, for advice. So for Virgos, you know, you ask your friends for advice. Mm. Your close friends for advice.
1: Mm. Um, Or relations as well.
0: Yeah. Or for Taurus, Mm. you know, ask your partner for advice. Um, and Scorpios talk to yourself. Yeah, talk to yourself. <laughs> yeah, what is it, me? Hello, me. That we will be Scorpios love
1: talking to ourselves. Um,
0: <laughs> and Aquarians ask your boss for advice. Yeah, you know. Um. Okay, where are we? I'm
1: confused. I think we're kind of coming. Well, are you confused <laughs> now? Well, I'm always confused. I'm well, a Pisces. I think we've covered a lot of what's going on. I think we've covered a kind of the you know the major. I think we've covered the major themes coming up, yeah. Personally.
0: I think so too. So let's wind up. Let's finish.
1: I think yes. I think that's because
0: we're. I think we're been... talking for ages. <laughs> Come on. Okay, great. Well, bye. See you next month.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. Take
0: care.